Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day. And man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Is this the Stacy's music morning? <laughs> it's one of my favorite Christmas carols. Jeff's filling in on, uh, on, on the technical <laughs> Just laughing. We, we conspired before the show. Did you? No, we didn't. Oh, I think but you maybe. did. Maybe, I don't know. Well, Hitting all the highlights. <laughs> uh, and, and, and the 7 o'clock hour is the Stacy hour here on 630 Sheds this morning because she's getting her music. Stacy hour. And she gets her chocolate. <laughs> Yes. So she's going to be buzzed up. Well, okay, Christmas, so Christmas and chocolate, they kind of go together. I remember as a kid, my, my grandma would put out an after eight box. Oh, she I just put it on the after eights, right? You knew so, it was Christmas when the after, when Granny put the after eights out. Does she not know me? Like, I have no impulse control. And so you'd go, and but you know what? You'd leave the wrapper in. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. I was going to say, you either got to leave the wrapper in or you'd crumple it up, and there's little uh, after eight wrappers everywhere. Those little. No, you got to leave the wrapper in so then it doesn't. Look like you ate so many. And you can't just have Grandma one because they're just a wafer thin mint. It's wafer thin. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, chocolate and Christmas, it is a thing. Then the Christmas oranges that you slap on the table, that's sort of a big thing in my family. My stepdaughter loves them. Mm-hmm. But as you've, as you've become more refined <laughs> through the years... Apparently, the after eights aren't quite enough. The pot of gold isn't quite oh, sufficient gold, for you. Oh, pot of gold. That's not good. Uh, the, turtles. I still love turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you've sort of grown into into the the connoisseur of chocolate. You, you like, don't eat as many, but the ones that you eat are good. And so, Jasic Chocolate, uh, she prides herself, uh, Jacqueline Jasic prides herself in some of the best bars, well, now in the world. Uh, one of her beans to bar chocolates uh, sourced out of Colombia won an international award. So, third place in the world for this type of chocolate bar. So, this, this is based out of Sherwood Park. Yeah. So, and, and they're, they're creating it. They're it's a factory, I guess. Yeah. It's a chocolate factory. So you It's like Willy Wonka. She is our own Willy Wonka, Jacqueline Jasek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she likes that title or and not. You were one I, of I the think children. She's listening. You were one of the golden ticket winners who got to wander through and stick your I, finger in the vats I of chocolate. Didn't, and I did, couldn't even hold my own spoon. She filled up the spoon for me to, to oh. taste the chocolate, you oh, know. Nice. So you're spoiled too. Right? I was a, <laughs> oh, she didn't trust me. Yeah. She didn't trust me. It is a crazy time over there. Uh, here's a bit of our our conversation and our tour of Jasic Chocolates. So we are in the fulfillment area, um, which is where all of the orders are picked for online shipping and corporate. So it's just a kind of a big long table with lots of bins full of product to pick from. How busy are you this time of year? Crazy busy. So we do about 60% of our annual business in this six weeks of the year leading up to Christmas. And a smell. You could just smell it right away. I don't know whether it's passion fruit or whether it's Caramel. I'm just smelling disinfectant or right now on my hands, but yeah, so we probably are making caramel, so we'll go have a look. So you can't smell it anymore? No, I'm so used to the smell of chocolate. It's kind of like my baseline smell is chocolate. Um, but when we have cool flavors like passion fruit or coffee or tea, I usually can smell those. So when we get closer, I should be able to smell it. All right, let's get closer then. Where are we going? All right. 
So we're just heading to the kitchen right now. Uh, this is where all of the magic happens. Um, so we've got white chocolate in uh, this. Like there's a vat of white chocolate yeah. right here. Yeah, okay. exactly. So it's just kind of pouring out, ready to use. And we actually have six of these machines. They're called tempering machines, which is the process of crystallizing chocolate. But if we head here, this is our enrobing belt. And what the ladies are doing is putting on squares of ganache, which is the center of the chocolate, and is going through a shower of dark chocolate. You can see right here. A chocolate shower. A chocolate shower. So these are our cherry and pistachio, which is part of our holiday collection. And so Maddie is now just um, putting pistachios on each end. She's just, she's got her fingers and she's putting pistachios on each individual chocolate. How many do you do a day? Uh, these ones, today we're doing 1,200. Caramel, we did 3,000-ish. Today, this morning wow. already. So we start at 2 a.m. here in the kitchen. So we operate from 2 a.m. to 5 p.m. And do you like chocolate, Maddie, still, or no? Or are you sick of it? it? You never get tired of it. You're giving me a spoon. I'm giving you a spoon. So what we have in this tempering machine is a caramelized white chocolate. So what it means is the milk crumb is caramelized before it's added to the cocoa beans and sugar. So it's essentially like a caramel chocolate. So I want you to taste it. Here, I'll do it for you. So there's like a waterfall of chocolate and you just dip the spoon in it. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just a really nice, it's actually a white chocolate, but it's got caramel notes to it. Mm -hmm. Almost like a, almost like a slight burnt, like a burnt yeah. marshmallow or something. Exactly. And I know you like dark chocolate better. That's probably on the sweeter side for you. But we're going to get even sweeter on this side because what I want you to try is our eggnog melt away. So this is another spout of chocolate. This is eggnog Eggnog, chocolate? yeah. So it's infused with spices that you put into eggnog. So oh. it's got those warm flavors. And so once this is crystallized and ready to go, we'll put it in little ornament shapes and then they're put into a pouch. That is delicious. Yeah, so good, right? And what's happening here, this is a 20-foot cooling tunnel and you can see the chocolate's passing through. So the cooling tunnel is obviously cool because what it's doing is setting the chocolate. And so it goes 20... 20 okay, we're, we're going down the tube here. Not in the tube, that'd be awesome. So this is the freshest chocolate you'll ever have. It's just been made this morning and it's straight off the conveyor oh belt. Oh my god, it is so good. So Thanks. cherry? Cherry and pistachio on top. So we've got texture for the crunch, but and I know you like fruity chocolate, so this would be up your alley. It just adds a little bit of a reprieve to the sweetness, I find. And that's exactly it. And I like having different infusions of flavor that pair well with the chocolate, too. It's just really interesting. Over there in the corner, uh, we have a machine that does our chocolate bar. So it flow wraps our chocolate bars. So when we first started the business, it took us two and a half minutes per chocolate bar to wrap, which just was cost prohibitive because we have to charge for that time. Whereas now we can do 60 a minute. Wow. Yeah. So how many chocolates come out of this place every year? How many chocolates? That's so hard to say because I have so many different iterations and types of chocolates. Mm -hmm. uh, but to give you an idea, just at Christmas uh, last year, we did 60,000 chewy salt caramels in the six weeks leading up to Christmas. This year, we're on track to do more than that. What is the most popular chocolate? I would say the chewy salted caramel is probably the chocolate that is the most popular. Um, but at this time of the year, our holiday collection is is definitely um, something that sells well. But 
like fashion, we launch our collections in seasons, right? So this year we have the Apreski collection. And I would say my favorite of that one is the Gruyere cheese and Sauvignon Blanc, which is a Swiss fondue flavor. So um, wine and chocolate. Uh, yeah, it's the best, right? All the best uh-huh. things in one little piece. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, uh, we have flavors really for everyone. So from the you know, classic chewy salted caramel right up to some cheese and wine and a chocolate. How did you get into this? I just wanted a business that made people happy. And to me, happiness is fashion and chocolate or food. So I decided to run a, a fashion type business using chocolate as my canvas or my fabric for fashion. And it really is in your name, right? It's Chocolate Couture. Exactly. Yeah. So it is Chocolate Couture because, you know, we're constantly inventing and creating new products. And um, as a designer, it's great because it's four dimensional. Four dimensional, I get form, function, color, and a fourth dimension of flavor, which is different than if I was in an extra, like, actual textile business you experiment with flavors you put wine in chocolate what are some flavors that didn't quite work do you know what there's so many flavors that don't work when we design a collection we usually start with 10 ideas or recipes that will develop and six make it into the collection a recent one we tried that i thought would just be a no-brainer that would work was peach and basil it did not taste good so uh that will not be hitting shelves soon (laughs) so this is shay we're in the panning room so this is where we have two essentially big bowls that spin with heat hot and cold and it's where we do anything like chocolate covered almonds chocolate covered coffee beans these are hazelnuts they're just like little marbles they are like little marbles and so what she's going to be doing now is glazing the vegan glaze so they get shiny They will just roll, so it takes two days to do a bath. Yeah, and it's incredibly loud in here. So it really is. People have earpods on or are like uh, earphones or whatever. All right, let's go. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> How long does chocolate last? So shelf life with chocolate is always a fun question because it depends on the product. So shelf life is determined by water activity. Free water equals mold. So um, chocolates that are really, really creamy on the inside will have a shorter shelf life just because they have more humidity in them. Um, so anywhere from three weeks to a year. And what about that white film that you see on chocolate? The white film on chocolate bloom. So um, this is when chocolate is disrespected from a moisture or heat perspective. It just means the cocoa butter has split from the product and floated to the top because cocoa butter is naturally white. And is it okay to eat though? Totally fine to eat. It'll just have a really poor texture and not release flavor properly. We always say if your chocolate is bloomed, don't waste it based on all the effort that went into making it, especially from a farmer perspective. Um, Use it in any hot application like hot chocolate, brownies, baking, because it'll just break the strict structure anyway. So um, use it in alternative ways. So where do you want to take this business? Where do you want to go? Where do we want to go? I think the mission is to spread joy. So um, we just opened our new retail store in Crestwood last week. So um, we're across Canada now in 200 retail locations with um, wholesale. Um, We're kind of trying to figure out where we want to go. I mean, ultimately, the bigger we get, the more we can give back. Because at least 1% of our top line revenue is given to organizations every year, to community organizations. So I guess we just want to keep growing so we can give back more. Yeah. And make people happy and by eating chocolate. Happy. And make ourselves happy by eating a lot of it, too. <laughs> Let's go eat more. Yeah, it sounds good. So did you have dinner after this? Yeah, did you I, didn't, eat? I didn't gorge myself. Oh, come that on. was my breakfast. I went right after the show. So I didn't, you know, I had... I had 
polite sampling. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like there's no Kit Kats in her place, eh? <laughs> no Kit Kats, no. No, <laughs> no. Some world-class chocolate coming out of uh, Short Park, Jacqueline Jasek, uh, with a bit of a tour for me, so I appreciate Anything her Anything surprised time. you, because you love your chocolate. So what out of that kind of went, oh... That you were taken aback over. I was taken aback. You want to think about it through a commercial I, I, break and I, I, come back? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do that. What, what ideas? Coming up. Sorry about it. Now you can go. This morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Just past 7.20. So you've had a few moments to ponder. What was the thing that made you go, whoa? Yeah, Jacqueline had lots of things, but that was like so three days ago. <laughs> so my perimenopause brain doesn't remember everything she said that, that actually wowed me. But this, the the product that's coming out of there, like she said uh, her the top volume? seller was the Just... chewy caramel ones. Okay. And she said over the Christmas uh, holidays, it's like 60,000 last year, and there's even going to be more. And that's just one chocolate. They mm. do advent calendars. I know a lot of um, places are doing advent calendars now. They're completely sold out. They, okay. they sell it really, really fast. So it's just the sheer volume. You I never really so. realized what was in our own backyard as far as this is concerned. Well, for sure. And some people don't like fruit and chocolate. And I just wonder, what's wrong with you? <laughs> because it's delicious. So she did uh, give us some dark chocolate almond toffee mm, uh, that you guys good. have been partaking in. Oh. So good. It's almost like a score bar. It's almost like a sort of almond roca bit. Salty, a little salty. Only better. It. It's only better. Yeah, it's very it's very tasty. Yeah, and you said something, and I'm going, well, that can't be true. That, that salt and chocolate was only a relatively recent thing. I think so. I uh, think within the last 20-ish years, 20, 30 years. You nailed it. So it was, and I love the way they say this, it was in the late 1990s. <laughs> Pioneer days. Pioneer days. In the late 1990s, a Parisian pastry chef, Pierre Armé, sprinkled chocolate with fleur de sel, so a little salt flour. Oh, And okay. that apparently is what started it. By 2000, there were pastry chefs in New York restaurants doing the same kind of thing, and it started to explode. So literally, it is only 20 years ago mm. that this has become a thing. Yeah. The in the late 1990. Uh, I know, right? Two wonderful things to be fighting all around your taste buds. It's awesome. Because yeah. I remember the moment that uh, my husband's aunt was in town and she had a, we, we offered her a chocolate covered pretzel and she's like, she, she was actually taken aback saying, I'm not going to eat this. This is weird. You'll put something salty. You don't, that's, that's ridiculous. Weird now there's coated uh, Potato chips. There's a whole bunch of crazy things that Somebody people are doing. In. Salted caramels are, are one of the most popular um, chocolates right now. I know it's not fine chocolate, but somebody brought in chocolate-covered Ritz crackers mm. last week. Mm. And, well, it was salt, yeah. and it was yeah. Ritz, and it was chocolate. It was good. <laughs> they were pretty standard, but... Chocolate is, like a, chocolate is like a, t- a hockey team's power play. If it's really good, it corrects a lot of things <laughs> that are wrong, right? So you can cover anything. If it's good chocolate, you can put it Man, on a mushroom, I will still, and it's going to taste good. I will good, still right? not eat a chocolate-covered Brussels sprout, for example. Well, I don't know. The evil of Brussels sprouts can overwhelm almost anything. <laughs> Yeah, it must have. It must have smelled fantastic in that. It place. did, but it was very interesting that she couldn't smell it. 
I guess that's another thing that I learned. She hmm. is so used to the smell that she only smelled the, 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 the disinfectant on her hands as we were going into the factory. And, and when something new was brought in. That's, yeah. That's funny you say that because I spent a week in Hershey, Pennsylvania one time broadcasting hockey and you could smell chocolate in the air, but the locals, they all say, I don't smell it anymore. Yeah. So they, they, get used I guess to they just get like used to it. Like you don't smell your own house anymore, right? It's, not, not quite as sexy as Hershey, Pennsylvania chocolate, but I worked in Prince George, BC, and there were three pulp mills going at the time. <laughs> After a while, you, you didn't smell it so much. You're right. That's not as sexy. It's not, not as sexy. sexy. No. <laughs> Similar. It, yeah, it is 724.